This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello and welcome to the Pick'em Pod, brought to you by the Block M Podcast Network as we hit somehow, some way, the final regular season week of the college football season. It's always bittersweet, right? Because us here on the Block M Podcast Network, we look forward to the game each and every year, but it always signals the end of the college football season. So it's always a little bit bittersweet, but we got some great games on the docket here this week as we say goodbye to the college football regular season on another season. And we got some great games, odds presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. I am very much looking forward to getting into this one because we are fighting for a championship here on the podcast. A big week for me and a bad week for both Vaughn and Dan have us in a tight race for the championship on the podcast. Also good to be back. I know I missed the last couple of weeks. We'll get into that here, but very good to be back. But five and three week for me, two and six for both Dan and Vaughn. We have a tie at the top between me and Vaughn. 50, 48, and three ties between me and Vaughn. Dan just two games back. At 48, 50, and 3. Very excited for an incredible final week of the regular season. Vaughn and Dan, what's going on, boys? Good to see you again, man. I missed you guys. Glad to be back here this week, the day before Thanksgiving. Yeah, man, it's good to have you back. And and to the people out there as well that uh, have probably also missed you and probably were tired of hearing me talk on and on and on. And, and you know, because I filled in and hosted uh, the last few podcasts and, and it's not easy. Luke, you do yeah. a fantastic job, my friend. It is not easy to talk, think and type out our picks all at the same time. Um, so mad respect to you, man. Uh, thanks for coming back on. 
happy to have you back on for this uh, final week of the regular season. It's going to be a really good one. So I'm feeling good. And uh, I hope, Dan, you are feeling good as well. Yeah, feeling pretty good. Uh, ready to get back on, on, into some winning because I've been doing a lot of losing the last two or three weeks. So maybe Luke being back will help uh, the magic juju spread over my way and we'll be able to get back in the win column. Yeah, man, we're, we're definitely hoping, Dan, because you went a while without a losing week, man. It was a really impressive run. And then just the last couple, uh, you, you you got hit with the old gambling uh, gods. They They came crashing down on you hard, man. They did. They did. And uh, I'm ready to hopefully sway them to give me some uh, more of the good vibes back my way during Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we'll start with uh, the first one in the Big Ten that's happening Friday night at Ford Field. I personally am a little pissed off uh, at, at this, to be quite honest with you, as maybe, you know, you know, have, have been very involved with high school sports uh, for, for the last, you know, six, seven years and very much a big fan of the the Friday, Saturday state championships uh, games in the MHSAA happening at Ford Field on Friday and Saturday each and every year. Had to get bumped this year to Saturday, Sunday. Want to give a shout out to the Menominee Maroons playing in the Division 7 state championship game coming up Sunday morning at 930 UP Power, you know what I'm saying? But I'm a little little peeved that these uh, these had to get moved uh, to Sunday, to be quite honest with you, because of this game. But we are going to get some Black Friday football at Ford Field. Number 11, Penn State, a three-touchdown, 21-point favorite as they take on Michigan State at the home of the Lions after they play the Packers on Thursday. Vaughn, we'll start with you. How do you see this one going? Luke, how do you really feel, man, about yeah. <laughs> Black Friday football? No, I'm just playing with you. I, I totally understand where you're coming from. It is it is annoying. I'm going to take Penn State to win and cover this spread here. This one uh, not being played at Spark Stadium, I think, is a bigger advantage for Penn State in being able to cover this spread. It was it, It's supposed to be very chilly, and we'll see about precipitation Friday, Saturday, Sunday uh, in southeast Michigan. Uh, but I think playing in a dome is going to help Penn State, uh, especially with their ground game. Maybe they'll be able to get their passing game going as well. Their deep passing game with Drew Aller. It's been kind of a disappointment this season from the highly hyped quarterback. But uh, and he's kind of coming into this game a little banged up. But it, James Franklin did say he's expected to play. Uh, I, I think they're going to try and go out on a high note. And I think James Franklin is uh, going to try to get his. Uh, gambling friends in Pennsylvania, one final payday uh, for the regular season. So I will take Penn State to win and cover the spread. Dan, how do you see you playing out, man? Yeah, I'm going the same way. Uh, I get that Penn State hasn't really had any dominating performances recently, but this feels like one of those spots that's going to happen. Uh, like Vaughn mentioned, in the Dome, Michigan State's 5-5-1 five and, five, five and one against the spread this season. Penn State's 8-3, and three, but the Nittany Lions are 9-1 and one against the spread in their last 10 games where they've been the favorite. I just don't see a world where Michigan State is going to put up enough points against this Penn State defense uh, and their pass rush as well. I just don't trust the weapons they have on the ground, uh, nor their quarterback situation. Uh, Drew Aller is expected to play in this game. I know that there was a little bit of question marks regarding him and the injury he sustained against Rutgers, where he missed a little bit of time. Uh, but they still won by three touchdowns in that game, even without him. Uh, so James Franklin, I mean, he's already proved at different points this year that that spread means a lot to him. And I think that that could be the case in this game again. So I'm laying the points, the 21 with the Nittany Lions in this one. 
Yeah, I'm full on with you both here, man. Uh, and you guys really mentioned it. Obviously, we we kind of have that conspiracy theory that James Franklin is very aware uh, of the spreads. And I think this is going to be one of those cases. But uh, like you said, Dan, I, I don't see how Michigan State is able to move the football uh, enough and score enough points to to stay within this number. If if you went and take a took a look back at some of the advanced metrics, even in their win against Indiana, right, they had a less than fifty percent post game win expectancy. That kind of has you feeling like, okay, yeah, they were able to to, to beat a three win Indiana team, but they they got beat in the advanced stats of, of that game. What is Penn State, particularly with that defense, going to do to them? Gotta like Penn State, kind of squeezing the life out of the Spartans here uh, this Friday night at Ford Field and covering this 21-point spread as we head out to the Pac-12 and number 16, Oregon State. Well, they've got an in-state rivalry matchup as they travel to Eugene to take on number six, Oregon. Oregon, the Ducks, a 13-and-a-half-point favorite, Dan, on Friday night. Yeah, the last time Oregon State won this game in Eugene was 2007. Uh, But the last three seasons, this game was closer than two touchdowns, and Oregon State won outright in two of those three games. Uh, The Beavers have been great against the spread uh, in this spot and just kind of across the board over the last couple of years. 13-5 and ATS in their last 18 games, and I think that – you know, they're not going to be a favorite by the public this week, especially because of that loss as a favorite last week to Washington. But I think this is a little bit of an overreaction. 13 and a half points feels like a lot. This Oregon State defense is good. I think their offense can do enough to keep this game close. Oregon is the much better team. They seal their, sp- their spot in the Pac-12 championship game. But Oregon State's going to cover the two touchdowns here. Vaughn, how do you see it playing out, man? Yeah, I'm actually going to take Oregon to win and cover the spread here. This uh, this Ducks team, I mean, they've been on a total tear since they lost to Washington earlier in the season. Oregon State coming off an emotional loss. Uh, had they won that game, they still technically would have had a chance to make the Pac-12 title game. And I know that this one is cl- it's clearly a rivalry game, and it's going to be uh, the last one for the foreseeable future uh, for the time being. But I, I just I can't see... Oregon State hanging around with this Oregon squad at this point. The Ducks are 9-2 and two against the spread this season, and they haven't scored less than 30 points all year long. Bo Nix, he's gunning for the Heisman, so if he puts up a good performance in this one and then parlays that to another good performance, potentially a win in the Pac-12 title game, he will probably be your Heisman winner this season. There's a lot on the line for Oregon, so I'm just going to take them uh, with the points here, they've proven that, uh, I mean, they can put a ton of points on anybody. And uh, I do especially like that it is slightly under two touchdowns. I will take Oregon. Yeah, this this is a really tough one, right? Because you can kind of see it going both ways. First and foremost, Oregon State's going to be pissed off playing in this in this football game, similar to, to the way they were last week against Washington, but even more so with it being an in-state rival given what all has transpired within the conference of the Pac-12. Uh, Oregon could probably, you could probably make a case with them uh, with, with the lawsuit in Oregon State, uh, you know, and Washington State kind of getting um, control of, of what happens within the Pac-12. So both ha- have a little animosity towards each other. Um, it, uh, on the flip side of that, Oregon State, their coach kind of open about 
potentially taking other jobs. Maybe we see him in East Lansing next year, right? So th- there are a couple of different factors at play here, but ultimately at the end of the day, I think Oregon State's going to be very motivated. I think they're a little bit underrated of a team. I think this spread is a, a little bit high. It opens itself up to a backdoor cover potentially. So I'm going to roll with the Beavers at, at plus 13 and a half. I, I definitely see a scenario where Oregon just just absolutely takes it to, to the Beavers after they come off a, a crushing, soul-defeating loss to Washington 22-20 last week. But ultimately, I think the Beavers stay within the number. I'm going to take them uh, plus 13 and a half as we go to uh, Clemson, South Carolina, and we love a good in-state rivalry. The Tigers, seven and a half point favorites as they visit South Carolina. Vaughn, how do you see it going on? This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors in life, whether they be big, small, or anywhere in between. And when we keep those bottled up, it can start to affect us in a negative way. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched up with a licensed therapist. And if for some reason that therapist isn't working out for you, you can switch at any time for no additional charge. Get life's challenges off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Block M to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Block M. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Yeah, I'm going to take the home dog here to cover the spread. Clemson's been a totally. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to the deal. Listen to the deal on Spotify. Different team away from their home turf. They've lost three of their four road games, uh, or three of their four games uh, were on the road. And uh, 12 of Cade Klubnik's 19 sacks have also come on the road this season. So that offensive line is pretty shaky when they're uh, away from their home turf. Defense gives up 23 and a half points per game on the road, as opposed to just 19 at home. And this South Carolina team isn't anything to write home about whatsoever. 
Uh, but Spencer Rattler has been pretty dang good this season at home. 17 touchdowns, just three interceptions, and he's completing 78.3% of his passes all at home this year. I don't think Clemson loses this game straight up, but I will take South Carolina to cover the seven and a hook. Daniel, how do you see it playing out in Columbia? Yeah, I'm really close with uh, the South Carolina here taking them as uh, are on the money line, I should say. Each of these teams are on three-game winning streaks. Clemson has won all those at home. Um, and, you know, two of those games were good wins, UNC and Notre Dame in the last three weeks. But uh, going back to those road games like Vaughn was talking about, uh, lost to NC State, lost to Miami, lost to Duke. They're one and three on the road and one and three against the spread on the road this season as well. You're giving me seven and a half and the hook. I think South Carolina, like I said, could win the money line, uh, could potentially win this game outright, which is why I'm tempted to take them on the money line, but I'll probably take them at seven and a half as I think that's a safer bet in this one. So give me the Gamecocks. They're fighting for bowl eligibility too, which I think is a huge part of this. Um, so lots and lots of motivation for South Carolina where maybe I don't see as much for Clemson. Yeah, I'm actually going to roll on the other side of this. I'm going to go ahead and take Clemson, uh, the touchdown and the hook here. Uh, It's a little bit scary with the hook, obviously. Uh, Being on the road, you guys pointed it out quite well. But, I mean, two really good wins in their last three, right? I know they both came at home, beat Notre Dame at home, beat UNC by home. Both of those would have covered this spread here, though. South Carolina... Uh, a Kentucky team that's kind of been reeling Vanderbilt and Jacksonville state. Like how much do you really put into those wins? I don't put a ton into it ever since Tyler. Uh, I can't remember where he's from, but when he got on the phone, started ripping on, uh, on Dabo and Dabo came back at him. This Clemson team has been a little bit different. You know, I'm not much of a superstition guy, but this team feels a little bit motivated to come down the stretch and uh, finish the season strong. I'm going to roll with the Tigers minus seven and a half. Here this week. Speaking of in-state rivalries, uh, we've got a great one. North Carolina, two and a half point favorite visiting the Wolfpack of NC State, Dan. Yeah, NC State's won the last two meetings in this rivalry and five of the last seven. uh, But North Carolina has covered in five of those six meetings. NC State, however, right now is on a bit of a tear. Uh, Four straight wins, including good opponents like Clemson and Miami. I know uh, before the pod, Luke and I were talking about how we're surprised to see NC State in the top 25, especially because we only referenced that Notre Dame game earlier this season where Notre Dame kind of pulled away. Uh, But NC State's grown a lot as a team since then. And the Tar Heels have not been great on the, the road. They lost at Georgia Tech against Clemson just last week i'm a believer in momentum heading into games like this i think nc state has more of it right now and their defense has ascended to a top 25 unit per s&p plus so i'm going to take the wolf pack as home dogs this week i'll take them with the two and a half points vaughn how do you see playing out yeah same here man i might roll with nc state on the money line too with uh with this one the wolf pack uh, yeah, they've, they've been a very uh, surprising team in the ACC this year. They're quietly sitting at 8-3 and three overall. They've been really good against the spread lately. They've covered five of their last six against the spread. And I think this is going to be a real grinded-out type game. NC State's offense is not that great. It's about mid-tier, number 75 overall on SP+. UNC's defense, though, is 64th. And uh, on the other side, UNC's offense is number 9 on S&P Plus, NC State's defense is number 22, 
overall, I think uh, the big thing here is going to be NC State's pass rush specifically. They averaged three sacks, just nearly about three sacks per game. They rank number 17 overall in that department in the entire country. And UNC's offense, uh, offensive line has been a bit shaky this season. And they gave up four sacks last week at Clemson, and they allow about two and a half sacks per game. I think the Wolfpack are able to do just enough to pull off this upset. So I'm going to take NC State here. Yeah, once again, I'm on the other side of this one, but you guys bring up some very, very valid points, man. But ultimately, at the end of the day, uh, UNC in their last regular season game, I think particularly Drake May, he's trying to kind of solidify his season and his legacy uh, at at North Carolina and kind of solidify that he's going to be probably QB2 uh, in the draft. Uh, Him and Tez Walker, they've really found a connection since he was uh, ruled eligible for the rest of the season. I I very much worry about that UNC defense. There's no question about that. But I I think, I can't remember if it was Dan or Vaughn that kind of alluded to, to kind of the fact that NC State is a bit middling as an offensive unit. And I think that's where they come up a little bit short uh, to, I, I I'm not sure they can fully take advantage of a bad North Carolina defense. And I think that's where UNC kind of holds the edge here under, under the key of three. I'm going to go ahead and roll with the Tar Heels at minus two and a half. And, and look, every man, knows how scary it can get when going for a close shave below the belt. We've all been there. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Their newest package, it contains the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra, fifth-generation trimmer featuring two interchangeable next-gen skin-safe blade heads, a standard one for taking a little off the top and a new foil blade to go smooth whenever your heart desires. It also has a dual LED spotlight to provide contrast on multiple skin tones, three lengths setting combs, perhaps best of all, it's waterproof. Also included is a travel case and even a travel lock feature to avoid any accidental powering and or Weird looks at the airport. So why don't you join the 5 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped for their grooming needs. And it's real easy. All you have to do is insert promo code block M 20 to get free shipping and 20% off your order. Head to manscaped.com. Use that promo code block M 20 at checkout for 20% off your entire order. As we hit the final four stretch here on the pod and, Hey, wouldn't you guys know it? Another in-state rivalry. How about Kentucky? The Wildcats headed to number 10 Louisville and Louisville. The Cardinals seven and a half point favorites, Vaughn. Yeah, I liked this one a little bit more when it was six and a half when the week opened up, but I'm still going to take Louisville to win and cover the spread here. Um, Let me just make a quick comparison for you guys. Kentucky is Maryland and Maryland is is Kentucky. The Wildcats lost to an abysmal South Carolina team last week. They have won just one time since the calendar flipped to October. That sounds really familiar to me. Sounds a lot like Mike Loxley in Maryland. During that time, they've covered just one time, and it was the one time that they were pretty much favored in a game. That was against Mississippi State, who's one of the bottom dwellers in the SEC. Louisville, number 19 overall in SP+. Kentucky is somehow number 33, despite having the 56th, or I'm sorry, 52nd ranked offense and 34th ranked defense on SP plus Louisville five and one at home against the spread this season. 
I think Jeff Brom is able to march into the ACC championship game with just one loss on his resume in his first season as the head coach. It's going to be an incredible feat if all that happens. So give me Louisville to win and to cover the spread. Dan, how do you see you play it out? Yeah, I'm going with the Cardinals, too. I think that they would argue they're more deserving of consideration for the college football playoff than what they're getting. Uh, this game against an SEC opponent, albeit a 6-5 and five one, uh, is going to be just that for them. They're undefeated at home this season, 5-1 and one against the spread in that stretch. Their run defense, number 13 in college football, allowing less than 100 yards per game, which is the way that Kentucky prefers to move the football. I like the Cardinals laying the points at home. Uh, in this game, and I think that uh, that game against Florida State in the ACC championship game is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm going to roll the other way. I'm going to roll with the Wildcats plus the touchdown and, and the hook here. I can't get it out of my head. Lamar Jackson's last year at Louisville, and you know everyone thought they were going to steamroll Kentucky. Kentucky was able to contain him, force some turnovers, win that football game. You know, how good is Louisville with the, you know, their schedule? I understand the Notre Dame win is fantastic. I'm For some reason, I'm still not sold, even though Brom has been fantastic in year number one. This is an SEC opponent that has played a really tough schedule, played some good teams really close. I like Kentucky, actually, uh, to cover seven and a half. Not saying they win the football game, but I think they keep it uh, within the numbers. We head out to the Apple Cup. Washington State taking on number four Washington. The Huskies looking to uh, head into the Pac-12 championship game. Strong 16.5-point favorites, Dan. Yeah, Wazoo's won this game just one time in the last decade. They're 1-7 against the spread in their last eight game with the Huskies. 2-5 and five in their last seven this season. Uh, I probably won't be putting any money on this one, but if I would, it would be on the Washington side, uh, minus 16.5. Vaughn, how do you see it, man? I'm going to go the other way with this one. I'm actually going to take Wazoo with the points. I, th- I think this is just too high of a point spread, given that both these teams have not so great defenses and potent passing attacks. So we might see a lot of points put on the board in this game. I know that UW's got the better receivers overall talent. They'll win the game, but I do like Washington State to at least hang around in this one. Yeah, I like uh, UW here. Go ahead. Give me Michael Penix. Give me Kalen DeBoer, man. They are rolling right now. Really impressed with that win at Oregon State in the rain last week. They are rolling. They're going to roll the Pac-12 championship game. I can't wait to see them in Oregon uh, tee tee it up once again. Washington runs away uh, with the Apple Cup here this year. As we head to the Iron Bowl, number eight, Alabama. A little over a touchdown, 14.5-point favorites as they visit Auburn Vaughn. Yeah, this this one seems pretty easy to me. I'll take Bama, even though you're getting the hook. Uh, I'm I'm just going to take the tide to continue to roll. Auburn coming off a really, really bad loss. Three touchdowns to New Mexico State at home. Uh, yeah, I'll just take Bama to roll into the SEC championship game with a ton on the line. Dan, how do you see it playing out? Yeah, I'm going the other way. I'm taking Auburn as the home dogs here. I mean, look what they did against other ranked opponents at home this year. They almost beat Georgia. Ole Miss won by just a touchdown. I think that they keep this game against Alabama close. They've won three of the last five meetings outright, which is kind of a surprise because Auburn's kind of sucked the last couple of years. Uh, so I'm taking the Tigers and the points. Bama's one and four against the spread the last time. Five times they've gone to Auburn. 
I, I really feel like Bama has turned a corner here and they starting to turn it on a little bit. I'm a little concerned about the performance by Auburn uh, a week ago, as uh, Vaughn alluded to against New Mexico State. So I'm going to roll with the tide uh, to take it down, take down the Iron Bowl, even though it's a little scary to do that in the Iron Bowl, right? A little over a touchdown. So I definitely understand where Dan's coming from, but I'm going to roll with the tide because they feel like they are really starting to hit their stride here uh, with the amount of talent on that roster. Finally, it's the game, boys. Winner is headed to Indianapolis next week. Number two, Ohio State. Number three, Michigan. The Wolverines, three and a half point favorites at home, Dan. Yeah, I'm going with Michigan. I like them and the points. Only three and a half points. It makes me think, what would this be if Jim Harbaugh was at uh, acting head coach? I think that it would be closer to six and a half, seven, maybe even seven and a half. Uh, so I like the Wolverines. I, I've said it all year. I think that there's a huge talent gap between the, these two teams. It just, because Jim Harbaugh's not on the sidelines, I think it, that's why the spread's a little bit closer. It's going to come down, you know, to their quarterback and seeing how he does. He's been terrible on the road this season. Uh, four interceptions, barely over 1,000 yards in five games. I think that Michigan can really take advantage of that force Ohio State to uh, put the ball in his hands, and the Wolverines will win this one by at least a touchdown. Vaughn, how do you see it, man? I'm going to be the pessimistic one of the bunch here, probably, and go with Ohio State to cover the spread. I don't know if they win outright, but three and a half, I, I'll take the hook with that, I guess. Uh, Dan, you make a, a lot of really good points, uh, especially with uh, Kyle McCord. The road splits are certainly not as good as when he is at home. Uh, and the passer rating uh, is uh, abysmal when he's under pressure. So this is the key to this game is really uh, rushing the passer here and getting to Kyle McCord, just getting in his face, maybe not even uh, getting him on the ground, but maybe just forcing some errant passes. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be the pessimistic one. I'll take Ohio State. I've done it the last couple years, and uh, I've put a, a, a decent amount of money on the money line for Ohio State the last couple years. I've already done so this season as well, so I'm hoping uh, the reverse jinx uh, comes to fruition for a third straight season, and Michigan heads to India next week, so I will take Ohio State. Yeah, it's emotional hedge time, boys. I'm going to take Ohio State plus three and a half just on the emotional hedge uh, aspect of it, although I did tweet this out uh, a couple of days ago here, just early thoughts on it. A couple things I am concerned about. Uh, number one is tackle play for Michigan. Ladarius Henderson coming back, obviously huge, but uh, Barnhart has not looked very good the last couple of weeks. I understand both were on the road, Penn State, hostile environment and whatnot, but man, he's just not looked very good. Miles Hinton had the injury. J.J. McCarthy, uh, we know he got hurt and begged up a little bit against Penn State, saying it's okay. How much do we believe him? That's the question. And I also think play-calling process has been an issue with Sharon Morris, the acting head coach, without Jim Harbaugh. Uh, and I think that that has a, a chance to to play a bit of a role in Saturday's game. So I'm going to roll with Ohio State plus the three and a half in the big house. As we wrap up the pick pod, great one. Good to be back with you boys, man. Great to see you, fellas. Vaughn, Dan, where can you find me on social media, man? Yeah, you can uh, find me on Twitter at uh, Vaughn underscore Lozon. I'll be at the game this weekend, so I probably won't get a ton of reception at the big house per usual. So uh, maybe I'll tweet some final thoughts after the game. Yeah, enjoy a good Thanksgiving, everybody. You can follow me on Twitter at Dan Plucker. That's P-L-O-C-H-E-R.
You can find me on Twitter at Luke Giardi, L-U-K-E-G-H-I-A-R-D-I. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, leave a review wherever you get your podcast. Another great week on the Pick'em Pod. Can't believe it's already the end of the college football regular season. Bittersweet as always, but guys, another great year uh, doing this with you. Yeah, back at you, man. It's been fun, and uh, hope everybody has a good Thanksgiving, good weekend, and uh, go blue, man. Go blue. Go blue. I, I love to see it. Von Lozon, Dan Plucker. I'm Luke Yardy, and we might see you next week. Got to pick a bottle. I have to talk to these guys, but uh, if not, we'll do it. Well, have have we'll yourself have yourself a great bowl season as well.